0: Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Finally Quit Porn podcast. In today's episode, I talk about how I've had a really good few days recently and how I do think that is related to quitting porn. And I also share how it's so, so important to focus on the process and the system behind your journey into quitting porn rather than who you are as an individual and willpower. So thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Finally Quit Porn Podcast. Today I will be sharing a little bit about process versus willpower. So the last three days or so have been honestly three of the best days of my life. I really, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. I'm on a hundred and something days now without porn, without sex, without any of that at all. And I'm feeling good and alive and my energy levels are so high. And I've just been getting up to some of the most fun things possible for me anyway. So I went to like a music festival with my family on Sunday. That was like three days ago. And I saw some of my favorite bands. I actually ended up having a conversation with the lead singer of one of my favorite bands called The Raytons. They're a band from Sheffield, which is where I was born and that was amazing. So I had a really nice conversation with a guy called Johnny, and that was crazy. And I was just like, oh my God, how have I actually managed to uh, have a conversation with this guy in the festival? So that was really fun. And I saw a band called Pulp. They're also from my hometown, Sheffield, which was awesome. And yeah, I just had an amazing day. It was so, so fun and exceeded my expectations. And then the next day, I went down to London for a massive football game. It was my team Sheffield Wednesday in the playoff final and I went down with my two best mates, had an absolutely amazing time, drank quite a lot of alcohol if I'm honest um, but I I had no regrets over that. I try and stay away from alcohol but under certain circumstances I think I'm happy to you know have a little drink here and there. A lot of chanting, a lot of connection, a lot of celebrations and yeah we won the game 1-0, had a night out in London. Just an amazing day. And then the next day, yesterday, I went round this park called Regents Park. Spent some time with my uncle there and one of my friends. Went up to a place called Primrose Hill. Had a view over the whole of London. Absolutely beautiful. This uh, Primrose Hill is where quite a lot of movies are shot. And yeah, that was just amazing. And then had quite a fun time in the journey uh, home in the car as well. So yeah, just like some of the best days of my life, honestly. Just feeling... So, so grateful to have had such a good weekend with my family, with my best friends and with tens of thousands of other Sheffield Wednesday supporters, the team that I've supported since I was about three or four. So yeah, just uh, absolutely incredible. And I definitely think sort of being free from porn has definitely played a part because I've just had so much energy despite having barely any sleep for three days. I've still just been in such a good mood and had this absolute buzz and just happiness within me um, so yeah it's been amazing and the reason I say this is just to hopefully inspire anyone who is where I was like three or four months ago because only yeah like three and a half months ago I would still have a setback from time to time and although I'd made quite a lot of progress I definitely hadn't fully sort of completed quitting porn you know and maybe I'll never fully complete quitting porn you know I could have a setback tomorrow who knows But I would say for now, yeah, feeling absolutely amazing. And I know it is 100% possible for anyone listening to this to quit porn for good and feel as happy and grateful as I do today. So what I'm going to talk about is a little bit about process versus willpower, because although I've managed to quit porn, I have been struggling with something else lately. And that thing has been eating and overeating in particular. I think I spoke about this in the last podcast, but essentially I've been overeating, consuming too much sugar and feeling pretty rubbish about myself at times over the last few weeks. And although I had the awareness, I still wasn't really able to overcome certain cravings for food and sugar. And I started to feel a bit of shame and started to think, what's wrong with me again? And the sort of thought process was very similar to how I felt when I was trying to quit porn and unable to quit that Now, over the last few days, I have been able to sort of put this food problem behind me, partly because I've been out with friends having such an amazing time, but partly because I realized that actually I was focusing way too much on the results and I was focusing on willpower and focusing on dealing with cravings and urges way more than the one thing that actually really matters. And that is the process. So having a simple way of sort of dealing with a problem and building a process a system that you can just apply all the time so there was one thing that I needed to do that I was just missing with this whole food problem and that is setting some solid sort of guidelines on how many times I'm going to go into a shop throughout a day like where am I actually spending my time because what I was doing is I'd be kind of like doing some work in the office in town and then maybe I'd be like oh I need a 10 minute break I'd go out for a walk I'd end up in like a supermarket or just like a local store and I'd have a look around and then suddenly I'd get a craving because I would see, I don't know, like a a chocolate bar or I'd see like a new ice cream flavour and I'd be like, oh, that looks nice. Maybe I'll try that out. And then I'd end up eating that. And then I'd walk around a bit more and, you know, I'd see something else and I'd be like, oh, that sounds intriguing. I wonder what that tastes like. And I'd go and buy it. And this would kind of go on until I ended up almost getting into like a binge cycle of eating way too much food. And what I realised from that experience over the last sort of week or two is that I just had no sort of guidelines, no standards for myself when it came to shopping for food. And so the problem wasn't actually the cravings or the willpower or there being anything wrong with me inherently. Like nothing is intrinsically wrong with me as a person, but there was something wrong with my system and my process because I had nothing preventing me from going into all of these shops. And I was thinking, oh, well, once I'm in there, you know, I'm only going to buy an apple or a banana, but then something would take my fancy. And that's how I'd end up getting distracted and make up excuses and rationalize and buy unhealthy food. So a very similar thing happened to me when I was trying to quit porn. I would use willpower. I'd try and use willpower and it just would not work. And that's what caused me so many problems because I'd spend time on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, these social media sites, and I'd kind of convinced myself that nothing bad was going to happen. And to be honest, like 90% of the time, I wouldn't actually go and look at sexual content. So nothing bad would happen. I wouldn't actually do anything. But it was like 10% where, you know, on a bad day, I'm stressed out at work or I have a lot of feelings of shame or I'm feeling like an idiot or stupid. And I'd lose control of myself a little bit, and then one thing would lead to the next, and I'd end up down the rabbit hole back to where I didn't want to be looking at sexual content on social media. But I had no standards back then. You know, I had no standards for not looking at social media. And so that's why it's so, so important to set yourself some standards for where you're going to go. And this thing about environment is just so, so important because of how cue craving. Um, and <laughs> cue, because of how cue craving response reward works, we want to reduce the cues in our environment. It just makes everything so much easier. So then we don't even have to try and use willpower. Willpower does not work for long-term results. We have to build a better system, a process, because there's absolutely nothing wrong with us. But if we're just going to keep on going into the places where we have strong, strong cravings, We're only making our life way more difficult than it needs to be. And so my system now for food and sort of keeping things under control and eating like a healthy, balanced diet is to only go into a supermarket or a shop maybe once or twice a week. And that just depends on what food I actually need. So, you know, going in and buying chicken, buying vegetables, buying nuts and other foods that are really going to give me the energy that I need instead of just sort of going into random shops like four or five times a day thinking, oh, I wonder what's in there, sort of waiting and just expecting to maybe see something that excites me or maybe not and sort of relying on willpower. So, yeah, I've got a very solid system now. I've just been to the shops, bought a load of chicken and bought some vegetables and a few other things and now I'm kind of set for the week so I won't need to go into a shop again until I've run out of that food. And so in my head, the process is clear now. Until I run out of chicken, I do not need to go into a supermarket. It's as simple as that. So they might have some amazing deals on or some brand new ice cream that I've never tried before with all my favorite flavors, but that doesn't matter because that's not even an option for me anymore. Just like how nowadays, you know, like three and a half months down the line, social media isn't an option for me. I don't really go on social media anymore. The only time I go on social media Is literally to post stuff from my work or checking on football scores. And like, I've seen a few things about my football team, Sheffield Wednesday, on Twitter lately, if I'm honest. But I'm not like aimlessly scrolling, searching for something anymore because of how dopamine works. It's that search, it's that novelty, it's that excitement of seeing something we've never seen before that really leads to these strong cravings. And the more unexpected a reward, often the higher the spikes are in dopamine. And so that's why when I'd walk into a shop and suddenly I have, you know, this new chocolate bar, there's this new chocolate bar out and I try that. The surges in dopamine are so high because it's so unexpected. So it's sort of the same concept with porn. So how do you apply this to porn? Well, I think it's quite simple. Just set yourself some standards. Don't go to the places which once led to you looking at porn. That might be a physical location. If there's like a chair in your house or you know, you lay in bed and look at porn, well, just don't lay in your bed anymore. Make your bed in the morning and build a system, build a process and work on it continually until you get to a place where you have a lot, lot less cravings. So you're no longer making this whole thing way more difficult for you than it actually needs to be. So thanks a lot for listening. I hope this podcast has been useful. My name is Thomas Molyneux and you can get in touch with me at thomasmolyneux.com. I will have an online course coming out over the next few months, so stay tuned for that. I wish you the very best on your journey. Leave this review. If you do get a chance, that would mean a lot to me. It would really help me and also help other people with this problem because it would get this podcast out to more people. So go and do that now on Apple Podcasts and I will be so, so grateful. Thanks for listening and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day.